Welcome to our Creative Poison or Poison audience. Today we are at Etc. Etc. Restaurant or Etc. Etc. Italian restaurant in New York City, one of the best Italian restaurants in town. Today, me and Daniela. Hi, everyone. Are graced by our special creative interview guest for the month of December that we are calling our Dancember, dedicated to the theme of dance and movement. Our guest is someone who American journalist from The New Yorker, Joan Acocella, addressed as the most technically accomplished male ballet dancer in the United States, and critic Claudia Larocco as not a fairy tale prince but something more interesting and more useful, really, for ballet, a believable 21st century hero. He is Herman Cornejo. Welcome to Welcome. our Creative Poison podcast, Herman. Thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. So Herman is an Argentine-born ballet dancer and principal dancer with the American Ballet Theater. Um, today, we would like to explore with you not only your incredible career, but also some of the themes and the topics that you and your dance are, are an incarnation of like what is the essence of movement and why it is so important for human beings. The courage and the perseverance with whom you faced and also fought some of the canons of the world of ballet. And also you being a citizen of the world and an immigrant in the United States, so we would like to explore that angle as well. And this idea that you're not a faraway prince put on a pedestal for your audience, but someone who is the, uh, you know, there for the younger generation and can be perceived as a, a good, positive role model. Yeah, exactly. So welcome, Herman. I, I'm really super excited to have you with us for this episode of our podcast. And I would love, you know, to, um, to get the chance, actually, to dream away with you in the beautiful fairy tale land of ballet and um, explore all these interesting angles and uh, stories that you are going to share with us. I would like to start uh, by asking you about your beginnings and uh, when actually you realized that movement and music uh, were part of your life, uh, your story and your future also. It was a very, very uh, early on in, in my life. I remember I was uh, six years old. Wow, and, really uh, young. Very young, very young. And my parents took me to um, sport club to choose between soccer, swimming, and there was um, ice skating as well in this yes. place. And so I chose this um, way of sport to actually move my body in a different way. I felt uh, the need of um, move my body with music. Yes. And, and so I decided to do ice skating and roller skating when I was six. Uh, but my sister started with ballet even before I did. So I had the chance to actually see ballet when yes. I was very young. And at the age of eight, I decided to, to move into ballet with my sister. That is really inspiring and really uh, kind of, uh, you know, a story that, in my opinion, can inspire people to test themselves through different uh, angles and activities to find what uh, your real path is, mm -hmm. right? Totally. And I think uh, I have to give credit to my parents in this case because I had the opportunity to see ballet even before I knew I liked it. Yes. So when you have the opportunity to experience, um, that's the only way you can find your true passion. Correct. I okay. did choose to do ice skating because I felt it in that moment. 
but then I chose ballet because I saw it. And so because I saw it, then I had the chance to really choose. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Um, so I've been reading that uh, actually at the beginning of your career, you had a little bit like a struggle because like for, of course, just for the rigid canons of, of ballet, your height was not, you know, uh, as appropriate for some roles, like specifically for the protagonist's uh, roles of, uh, of, of the ballet. So you started with more sort of like marginal roles, but you like pushed and perceived and proved everybody wrong and got uh, in the, at the end the chance to, mm-hmm. you know, get those roles that at the beginning were not, were not there for you. So um, I think this is, this is very inspirational also for young kids like struggling with any sort of like, uh, you know, insecurity that they face uh, while they're growing up. So. How did you uh, react and how did you transform this criticism into your power and your strength? Well, I think it's because I never took it personally. I always, uh, when I came to the States and I joined American Ballet Theater, and then I started to realize that my director didn't really push for short dancers Mm -hmm. um, to be a lead male dancer. Uh, I didn't take it personal. I thought it was his taste and how he saw dancers, uh, maybe because he's a tall dancer. He was more inclined to like this uh, type of bodies. But because I didn't take it personally, I thought to myself, okay, I I see myself doing these roles. So I'm going to keep dreaming. One day I will do them. And I'm going to prove him in this case that I can do them. So um, my strength was always believing in what I thought um, it was it was right for me right. and my right. passion was to do these leading roles not only because I wanted to be a principal dancer but also because I love acting and doing soloist roles I never got really the chance to interpret a role from the beginning to the end it was right. always right. like 10 minutes dancing and, and then you leave mm-hmm. uh, so for me my goal was to really follow my passion that it was acting and that's what kept me going right right because like you, can, you could have followed uh, all the arc of, of a character and that's what character. You, were, you were aiming for. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that with yeah, us. Yeah, no, of course. I think it's also a, a different way to approach dance. Yeah. Um, many dancers, they think it's all about technique and I love right. these reviews about my, my technique um, because it, it is really hard. You work every day very hard in the studio to get this technique going yes. and every year has to improve because right. that's nature. And, and I love doing that in the studio, but on the stage, I always loved making something else out of that. Right. And I think technique makes you uh, be comfortable on stage. And because I felt comfortable on stage, I had the um, space to go beyond that and the, make the, the acting mm-hmm. and, and all of that. Yeah, and I think that, you know, all these challenges, all this determination brought to where you are now and who you are today. So the absolute protagonist of the contemporary ballet scene. I would love to explore with you your years with the American Ballet Theater. And you recently celebrated uh, your 20 years residency with the American Ballet Theater. So tell us uh, um, a little bit about this. And this is a huge accomplishment. So <laughs> yeah, it is big. It's a big accomplishment. Uh, not many dancers can celebrate this many years with one company. Yes. I find that calling your company your family 
it's unique. Yeah. But to be able to get there, it takes a lot because not everything is perfect. Not everything is it pink. Is. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you have to be very respect- respectful um, yes. to your director, your colleagues, everyone around, and to yourself as well. Exactly. And I agree. Yeah. So these twenty years, of course, there were up and downs, but mostly ups, and that's why I kept going. And my 20 years was really a beautiful moment. Um, I always, uh, I actually said to Kevin when I wanted to celebrate my 20 years, you know, I want to celebrate the years that I'm in the company. I don't want to celebrate my retirement. I don't want people come and see me because it's the last show. I want people to come and see me because I am on stage and I will keep going. Yes. Um, So for me, it was very important to make this uh, and a special occasion and to people understand that you have to celebrate people when they are in the moment. Right, right. No, when they're retiring. Not afterwards. Like it usually happens. And then right, come to right. see one show. Oh, I saw his retirement. Mm-hmm. I want people to come and see and support the artist in, in present life, you know, and enjoy that moment. Right, right. So, like, through these years, you played, uh, you know, all the biggest roles in, in, in ballet, like Pac in A Midsummer Night's Dream or Casio in Otello. And there were also like roles that were or, or originated just for you. And I'm talking about like uh, the ones created by Alexei Rachmanansky or Twyla Tarp. So what are some of the roles that are most, uh, you know, the most daring to you that you remember and that you enjoyed the, the most playing? I, th- I can't say about a role. Um, I can talk about moments for example for me in the full-length ballet Don Q it's not my favorite role but it became a, a very special moment in my career and it's because when I did my first show Julio Boca who is my mentor and my mm-hmm. idol um, did his last performance the day before so it felt uh, a moment of you know passing the torch to another mm-hmm. Argentinian in the company yeah and so Don Q in that moment, uh, it was a show in Japan. And like I said, Julio did his last performance and I was there watching and the next, very next day with the same jacket, same costume. Mm-hmm. I did my first one. <laughs> so those moments I take as special. Uh, there are so many. There's another one with Alessandra Ferry when we did Romeo and Juliet together. Wow. I did many times Romeo, but when I did it with her, it became something, something else. I would love uh, actually to explore this topic a little bit more with you, exactly because, as you know, Tomas and myself, we're both Italian. So, I mean, since you mentioned Alessandro Ferri, and I would like to, to know more about your collaboration with her and also your relationship with Italy and the Italian culture. Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, Argentina, it's 80% Italian. All of our families, either from Spain or from Italy, and that's where I come from. So it's a direct connection already there. Yeah. And um, with, with Alessandro was just a surprise, a dream come true, um, which actually was not in my plans to be. <laughs> I mean, it was always a dream to see her on stage. It was not my generation, so I mm-hmm. could never picture myself with her. Um, and then when this opportunity came up with Cherie, which was the play we did by Martha Clark. Uh, here in New York, it was something out of out of context. Like I was like, <laughs> "Wow, with Alessandra, really?" And then from there, we started a beautiful relationship, collaborating. Alessandra immediately felt the need of coming back to the stage, not because she wanted to be on stage, but because she always felt an artist. Yes, she was wasting not only her talent but everybody else 
to, to not see her on stage and, and share this artistry that she can still right. can still perform and do. So it's been four or five years now, maybe more time flies, um, <laughs> that we've been collaborating each other. But I think, of course, performing Roman really with her, it was just the, the cherry on the yes. top. No, it's, yeah. It was something amazing. Amazing. So you were saying before, like how, for example, Argentina is, you know, uh, Italians immigrants, basically, you know, there's so many and immigration is such, you know, a hot topic today in the world in general, specifically here in the United States. So I was wondering, uh, do you ever felt any form of uh, struggle or difficulty because you were from Argentina in your personal or professional life, or maybe maybe the world of ballet has different uh, different set of rules? Well, I, I think again, it's something that I never took personal. I never thought of myself as an immigrant. Mm -hmm. I never felt the need to push the boundary of being an immigrant in, in the States, mm -hmm. especially in New York. I'm not gonna say that these things, this uh, racism doesn't exist because mm -hmm. they do exist. I have many times my passport thrown to my face uh, going through immigration, but I never took it personally. Uh, never took it as a personal thing because I always felt myself a, as an artist and art doesn't have boundaries. You know, I'm happy to say that I was born in Argentina, but I mean, Argentina is part of the planet Earth. Yeah. And so we're all from the same place. Exactly. And I don't want to carry a flag on, on my back, even though I'm from Argentina. I think I represent art and I contribute to the art history in the planet Earth. Beautiful. This is beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Starting from this point, I would like now to explore together the concept of movement. Uh, you know, there is this Latin expression that we always say when we talk also in Italian, mm -hmm. that is mensana in corpore sano. Uh, so it means basically that as human beings, uh, we should take care of our bodies uh, as well as our minds. And uh, uh, here we are with the question, so how is your relationship with your body and also the very uh, strong discipline that as a dancer you have to follow, uh, plus uh, your relationship with creativity. I mean, we know that you are also a painter, that you love different ways, you explore different ways to express uh, your artistic soul. So how do you balance all of that? Well, I mean, I think... It's uh, a very <laughs> complicated <laughs> question. Uh, I mean, the concept of movement, uh, I think, you know, I'm happy that I can move my body. Yes. That's been everything to me so far in my dancing and my daily life. You know, I think that everybody that can move, it's part of this unchoreographed dance in mm -hmm. a way. So I think everybody has a part of dancing in them. Yeah, I, I, I really agree on this. I, I, I believe the same. And uh, uh, dancing is not just, uh, you know, when you see someone dancing on stage, but it's uh, part of uh, also flowing into life and doing stuff on our daily lives. Mm -hmm. So I like the way you are describing this. Yeah, I think because we always tend to, to separate dance, ballet, okay, that's... Uh, you need to train as a dancer to be a dancer. Yes and no, I mean, everybody moves. A painter moves their hands to be painting. That's already a dance. 
And even if we talk about sports, I mean, I see, I'm going to talk about Lionel Messi because my favorite. Um, <laughs> the way he play on, on, you know, in the field, he, he's a dancer with yes. a with soccer ball. Yes. It's called soccer. It's a game, but it's also a move. Yeah. And, and move is dance. Sure. Yes. Uh, so everybody, in a way, it's, it's a dancer. Yeah. I really like this. Dancer, yes. 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 And this is part of who we are as human beings, even though we don't realize that, right? So yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, even if you talk in your private life to uh, flirt with a woman and it's all about the move, it's all about, you know, so everybody in a personal life is, is doing it. Yeah, and you, so you say uh, that somehow everybody has this within us and everybody somehow has also this creative angle that even when you don't know that you have it, you, you don't really realize that you are, uh, that you have this creative side and somehow it deserves to be explored. Um, yeah, I think everybody's creative in the sense that we are all unique, we're all different. Yes. And so the way people will do things, it will be always different from, from me, from you, and that's already cre creative. The way I move my hands to talk, it's different from you and from her, so... I'm already creating a movement that nobody else will do the same. Even if you see it, it's the same. It's not the same. It's unique. Right. So that creative side, people don't realize that they, step by step, that they do in life. It's a creation. Definitely. And it's actually one of our, you know, the DNA of creating Poison is about, yes. you know, bringing back the powers of creativity and imagination. So it's beautiful that we connected with you, mm. on, you know, at this level, on this topic. I agree. So now I want to like... Uh, go into a more sort of like fun conversation <laughs> with you and more playful because uh, you know we are celebrating the, the holidays so my question to you would be how do you like to celebrate the holidays and you know what are your favorite shows or gifts that you you know that you like to buy but also you like to receive I know that you are a lover of luxury brands I hope also Italians. <laughs> so how do you enjoy spending time during the holidays? Uh, to be honest, I love to buy gifts for okay. everybody, my family and mm -hmm. friends. Uh, it's something that I always uh, find myself uh, buying everything for everybody else but, but me. Um, <laughs> I, I really enjoy getting gifts for, for people. This is really nice. Really <laughs> nice. Yeah, because yes. actually, I believe that also through what you do for a living, you're, you are giving a gift to people who are mm -hmm. not just your family or yeah. friends, but to everybody who comes to, to see you and uh, the shows that you are working on. So right. all the performances that you are putting together are already gifts. Yeah, oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, but I feel the same way as the audience. They come to see my show. That's a gift for me. Mm -hmm. um, I always say that I'm passionate about dancing, but I don't think I could dance in an empty stage. Right. Uh, I don't think if the curtain goes up and there's no one there, I will do the show. I, I need that uh, audience yeah. there. Right. So for me that they're there, that's my gift as well. <laughs> for holidays, you know, I'm from Argentina, so we have summer. Yes, the true. <laughs> for me, it was such a, such a change to be here right, right. in winter. And um, yeah, we used to have holidays at the beach. Yes. Uh, so very, very different. And now instead with the coat and, and the hats. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> yeah. the snow. And the snow. The snow is beautiful at first and then it becomes <laughs> <laughs> a little complicated a to manage. Yeah. So going back, like, I know uh, besides from the things that you like to enjoy during the holidays, but like, are there some shows besides ballet or maybe even ballet that you like to, like movies or 
you know, musicals yes. or some other show. Do you like to watch ballet? When you I, n no, I actually tend to be away from it. I think mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a good way to balance my life yes. a, a little bit. Yes. Um, I think you need to um, make space in your brain of um, things that you do to be creative as well. I think sometimes when you are too condensed in one field, your creativity, you lose a little mm -hmm. bit of that. Um, so my time off, I, I never watch ballet or Broadway shows. Um, also because I never felt really connected to Broadway shows. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, movies are something that I, I love to. Okay. I love to do. I love to do movies and I love to be home. I yes. <laughs> yes, I, it's a, I find home, it's, it's the place where I can relax. And family time, right? Family time. Um, yes, I'm very family. I like <laughs> so now we are almost at the end of our creative uh, interview and conversation with you. And thank you again for being with us today. And before we close, um, uh, we would love to explore with you what uh, your projects are for the future. Uh, if you can share, you know, what's next for you, um, you know, in the next months. Well, um, I just finished a film uh, with CNN and LG, which is a, it was a beautiful collaboration um, between these three different fields. Um, and we just finished filming that. It should be ready in a couple of weeks to be shown. So you said three different fields because it, there is dance, there is a filming, and there is... Well, LG, it's an electronic company, and they mm -hmm. feel... So technology they, is the third one, the third piece. Exactly. They feel connected to the arts. Um, nice. Okay. Um, they, they say the art inspires technology, and technology um, kind of finish the circle yeah. mm -hmm. of, of that inspiration. Mm -hmm. Part of uh, our uh, monthly series is, uh, you know, also an episode called The Creative Bridge, that yeah. is a bridge uh, that con connects dots uh, between different disciplines, uh, and somehow it's what you're doing uh, uh, through this and mm -hmm. with this film. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, totally. I think uh, all these connections, I mean, we are all connected, and yes. people don't know it, but we are. What about like uh, dance shows? What's next? Uh, dance shows, I'll be back with ABT uh, beginning of the year, uh, 2020. And we're preparing for all the touring in the States, Washington DC, mm -hmm. um, LA, and we're, we're going to Abu Dhabi oh, uh, nice. with the company for the second or third time. Doing Roman Juliet, mm -hmm. I'll be partnered with Misty Copeland, who's been my partner now for the past four years and we're having a great time together. <laughs> and New York? And then New York, our favorite season, the Metropolitan Opera yes. House season, uh, which unfortunately is the last season that will be for eight weeks. Okay. Uh -huh. It's gonna be cut down to five weeks, wow. starting 2021. Um, so it's, uh, it's heartbreaking to see in a way that in New York and in America that can happen. Um, Why do you think that? Why do you think that is happening? Well, uh, to be honest, the decision of not being longer at the Met is due to the opera that wants to move mm -hmm. their dates. Mm -hmm. And so we are unfortunately cut down to five weeks. Um, we are hoping um, the company will make up those weeks um, in another venue yes. here in, in New York. But definitely you will have the two of us uh, uh, 
coming and uh, and yes. and to and see you on stage. On stage. I really can't wait to do yeah. that. Yeah, so. thank you. Like and like I said before, I'm, I celebrated 20 years, but to be able to be even more on stage. Yes, so that's just a start. We'll keep yes. counting. <laughs> yes, we keep going. Um, I like this energy. Yes, of <laughs> yes, course. Yes. I just be, um, they named me now a resident guest artist for the Teatro Colón in Argentina. So oh. I'll be sharing the title of principal dancer with American Ballet Theater and Teatro Colón in Buenos Aires. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's, Congratulations. it's a nice thing to, to be back home as well, performing. Yes. So we came at the end of our interview and this was definitely our Christmas gift. Thank you so very much, Herman, <laughs> to be you. with us. And as we always end our shows, we would like to, you know, you to say with us. Yeah. Ready, ready, set, Imagine. imagine. We'll do it together. We'll yes. Do it together. Ready, Ready, set, set imagine. imagine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.